Hello and welcome to How the Bacon Was Made. This is a bacon-flavored podcast production. I am John. I am the GM in most of the games that we play here at Bacon Flavored Productions. And I just wanted to kind of do this little episode about, you know, like what what makes my imagination tick. So it's going to kind of be a free-form stream of consciousness sort of thing. Like I got some notes that I made because this would be utterly incomprehensible if I didn't have notes. So yeah, let's get into this. Episode one, as you can see from the title, bleh, as you can see from the title, is Giant Robots. Yeah, so I love uh, running and playing in uh, games that let me pilot giant robots because uh, if you listen to our Mecha vs. Kaiju episodes, I described mech pilots as just armored knights of the future. And if you think about it, yeah. If you think that playing a guy in a big suit of armor with a big sword and a big shield is cool, then I don't see why you wouldn't think playing someone piloting a multi-story tall robot with a laser sword and a beam rifle would be just as cool without any like what would you call it uh advancement in the plot or any mcguffinery mcguffinery oh well i'm sure that's a word i said it but yeah like combat can literally take place anywhere you can fight on the land you can fight deep in the sea you can fight in the space and like you don't need a wizard i feel like in a fantasy-based game to fight under the sea or in space, you would need a great deal of magic, but for a mech, you could just start there. Let's see. Oh, yeah, yeah. One of my notes says that mechs can range from barely working boxy war machines a la uh, Mech Warrior to galaxy-throwing super robos that are powered by your burning sense of justice. And it's just like, yeah. Yeah, give, give me those practical pieces of crap giant robots and also the these things don't make sense robots like i love i love all giant mechs and also there's just something very satisfying about piloting a several story tall machine and just socking a dinosaur into the like right in the jaw that is that is just always fun to see it's fun to do as a player yeah i just like giant robots so yeah, that that was just me talking about uh, the robots and like my inspirations for why I like giant robots. Yeah, I got Transformers, uh, specifically Beast Wars. That was kind of my introduction to giant robots as a whole and kind of showed off like how cool it would be for giant robots to fight other giant robots anywhere from prehistoric Earth to, I don't know, on the Hoover Dam. Yeah, it was just like, okay, here here are robots. They are very large. And they shoot lasers. And I was like, yeah, that, that is fun. Hasbro, you have tricked me into buying your product. Good job. Well, my parents bought the products. Oh, yeah, another inspiration was uh, Power Rangers. You know, a squad of teens with attitude who used the power of martial arts and megazords to, to fight uh, the evil sorceress and her minions. So, yeah, just a group of, of pilots all piloting their se- separate robots that can turn into one massive robot. And the giant monsters they would fight therein. Like, yeah, as a child, that was rad. As an adult, that is rad. Oh, yeah. Okay, so Gundam Wing was my first mech anime. And, yeah, because it was on... Yeah, 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 it was on Toonami at the time. I never got to see the whole thing. But from what I saw, it was a bunch of bunch of giant robots fighting another giant robots. It, it was just so hype. I loved all the giant robots. I loved 
the giant robots themselves. All the mobile suits were rad. And that directly leads into G Gundam. Yeah, so anyone even passingly into anime knows about the Shonen tournament arc. And with G Gundam, they were like, what if we just make a Gundam series that's just a tournament arc? And yeah, they they went for it. The whole show's a tournament, like the world, the world something tournament. And all the Neo uh, countries were coming out with their own specific Gundams. And it kind of, um, it kind of helped me get the, the ridiculous nature of giant robots. Because like, if you have not ever seen G Gundam, go watch it. Or at least Google search the Gundams that were in it. Because they are simultaneously awful and amazing. So Megas XLR is the next one on this list. It's a buck wild ride through the life of this normal dweeb from Jersey who happens to come across a giant robot. And he goes on adventures that range from trapping an interdimensional criminal in a game cartridge to fighting for the freedom of the galaxy. Megas kind of encapsulates how, like I said, how buck wild uh, giant mecha shows can be. Because, like, they're just, okay, all giant robot shows are spectacles. They use this spectacle to tell their stories, but Magus is just spectacles and these three knuckleheads going through the world. Gurren Lagann, like I said, it's, it's a spectacle, but it's a spectacle around a found... Uh, bleh. It's a spectacle around a found family of hot-blooded freedom fighters and mech pilots, and they're fighting to overthrow the oppressive forces that are uh, looking to either like stamp down or eradicate humanity. And... Just all the characters are great. The art and the animation, because it's Trigger, look outstanding. And yeah, it kind of carries on the uh, both the G Gundam and the Magus thing of the robots are kind of absurd and they're great. And so much of the show is a spectacle. It does also have like some strong emotional uh, hits in there. But yeah, a lot of people get into it for the spectacle. And then they get just a friggin' left hook with the with the feelings. And I cannot mention giant robots and not talk about Pacific Rim. Like it's it's hecking Pacific Rim. Giant monsters come out of the ocean and how how do humans fight back? Uh you know, we we could build missiles, we could build airplanes, we could build tanks. No, we're building robots. Why? Because shut up. Robot go burr, robot punch. And it also kind of goes into the uh the effect that giant kaiju from another dimension has on a on a world, and also a little bit into the trauma that that can come from a you know regular giant monster attacks. And I know that there are more pieces of media that have influenced my love of giant robots, and I know I know for certain that I'm missing some here. But yeah, like that's that's just kind of my basis. Uh, giant uh, robots are cool. It's cool to have them fight giant monsters. It's amazing if they could be a little weird in their design. And, uh, yeah, found family and hot-blooded pilots are, uh, well, that's just a good tabletop party in general. So, yeah, now I'm gonna talk about some games I've played or, uh, games I've read through that include these things and kind of just give my opinions on them. So, yeah, the, the first game that has giant robots in it is probably one everyone's heard of if uh, they're into giant robots in their tabletop and that would be Lancer by Massive Pr- Massive Press. Yeah, it is it is a very in-depth catalog to build your mech. Like there are so many options. I think like a third of the 
rule book is dedicated just to building someone's mech. And I, I think that's fantastic. Like there are so many mech options. If you can just about build any mech you want. And uh, yeah, I, I just think that's cool. And it's a really fun tactical game. Combat's very fun. Has a lot of options. But uh, I don't know, maybe it was just the game I played in, but there doesn't seem to be a lot of, there's no reason to play as your pilot, I guess. Yeah, your pilot gets some traits and they get some tags, but during character creation, your pilot's given like equipment, like armor and a weapon and, you know, some, some pieces of uh, like support gear. But I don't think anyone wants to run a pilot mission without the Max and Lancer. And I kind of feel like that is a, uh, that, that, that's a bit of a thing in it, you know, against it. So the next one is a game that I kickstarted and came out recently. By the time of this recording, it should have already came out. And it is Gimmick Zero from Rookie Jack Studio. Yeah, th this is the same studio that did uh, Overarms, which is our uh, Portsmouth Zodiac game, if you want to go over there and check that out. And I'm just such a fan of each dice is a different, or each stat, rather, is a different dice size. So like, oh, my HP is a D6, my strength is a D8, my dexterity is a d10 like i just think that's fun and like with overarms there's not a there's not a lot of structure when building the character i'm gonna say a lot of it is you negotiating with the gm and coming together with something that works between the two of you and i know some people don't like that uh, personally i think that's fun but yeah some people just don't like that so keep that into consideration uh let's see steel hearts by sandro ad Honestly, I have been too busy with other stuff to read through all of it, but from what I have read, it seems very fun. Lots of options, lots of just fun little flavor stuff in there. It just seems very cool, and I can't wait to preferably play it. <laughs> and finally, a game I have actually mentioned earlier, um, Mecha vs. Kaiju by Jonathan Wright. Yeah, it's a interesting little system. It, yeah, it, the mech, the, okay, the in-mech to out-of-mech combat and scenes seems to be balanced a little better than Lancer. I assume that depending on the GM though this you know might tilt the balance one way or the other. Yeah if you've listened to our episodes we played the beta 3 version of the game and you know we, we had some issues with it. There was some formatting issues, there were some uh, details that had changed since the beta 3 when we actually got to play it. But yeah even then uh, we all had some fun. We all uh, enjoyed it. And yeah, I'm pretty hyped for uh, the final product to come out. In the description of uh, this little podcast, I'll link to all these systems so you can go support them yourself, especially uh, Mega vs. Kaiju. As of the uh, recording of this audio, he's got less than a week to go and about $2,000. So yeah, if you guys have some money to spare, go hit that up. I've talked with uh, Mr. Wright. He seems like a pretty cool dude. But yeah, that is going to be uh, the end of episode one, Giant Robots. Oh, I feel like I should say something at the tail end of talking about all the games. Okay, you know what? Okay. Yeah, like I said, this is free flow. We're we're building this episode as, as I'm going. What do I like to see when I go into a game that has giant robots? How, how about we do that? Okay, so I would like the options that Lancer provides and I would just like a, a game to hand me a catalog of mecha parts and be like, here, build your mech. Build your, your gunpla for this game. And I think that's cool. 
I think I would also take the combat of Lancer as well. I like grids. I like tactical combat. I think that's cool. I would probably take the stat system that uh, Mecha vs. Kaiju has, where it's this uh, balancing act of... Sorry about that. My cat decided to slap everything with his tail. But yeah, the Mecha vs. Kaiju thing of uh, stats and traits, so that you can, you know, invoke your trait to do this to get this bonus, or you're gonna do this attack wildly, so you're gonna get this bonus. You know, that kind of thing. The cat has gone feral immediately. <laughs> so I apologize if you can hear him. Yeah, so. Yeah, it would probably be like a mission-based style of a game that I would like to see. And I, I would like pilots to have enough options so that they can more easily have adventures catered to them. I would like the pilot options to have... Y'all, I'm gonna fight my cat. Uh, I would like the pilot options to have... <laughs> oh, you guys can hear my cat in the background, can't you? Oh, no. So, for the fifth time, I would like my pilots to have... Maybe not as many options as the mechs, but more than what's typically provided. And yeah, I think that's what I, I would personally be looking for in a mech game. So yeah, that's going to conclude episode one of How the Bacon Was Made. Yeah, episode one's going to be free. I'm going to post this on all our uh, postables at the usual time, but on an off day. So like noon, Saturday, in between games. And I've been calling this a semi-series, the people I've been talking to it about. So it's not going to be on a regular basis. It's going to be kind of just whenever I think of something to talk about. And yeah, I will post the episodes in the future over on our Patreon. It will be available to $5 and up patrons. So yeah, if you guys would like to hear more of me rambling about uh, my inspirations and why I like certain uh, things, then yeah, head on over to our Patreon, support us. That money goes almost entirely to our editor, and what doesn't is used to cover the cost of uh, you know podcast hosting fees. So anything you could give us would help us out. So yeah, I will talk to you guys next time. Bye!